0: It's that Harlem turn it up, please. Harlem turn it up, please. And to Go and turn it up, please. Harlem Party at the bodega. What up everybody? This is your man Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing tonight? It's the weekend and I hope everybody's feeling alright. And that's some real stuff. Alright, salute. That's that Harlem stuff. That's what I say. All right, we're going to get into it. Uh, this happened overseas. A man poses as a mannequin in the storefront, goes on a shopping spree after the mall closes and secures its doors. The man posed in the mall store window as a mannequin. Mm-hmm. Can't make this stuff up. This is what I've seen. An alleged thief found a clever way to hide from authorities in Poland, posing in the store window as a mannequin. A 22-year-old with a bag in in his hand froze motionless, pretending to be a mannequin in front of a shop window, police said in a translated statement. In this way, he wanted to avoid being exposed by the cameras. Police said that the clever thief, I don't know if that was clever, but he posed in the window display motionless until the mall mall store was closed. Once the last customer had left and the mall doors were secure, the man broke from his stance and robbed a jewelry stand, police stated. Authorities said that the thief came back for round two on another occasion. This time, he ate his fill at one of the food stations before stealing a new outfit. Afterward, he returned to have some more food. Polish, I mean, the Polish authorities said that that eventually the man's luck ran out and he was noticed by the mall security guards He was arrested and police said that he could face up to like Up to 10 years in prison This was not the man's first time stealing from a shopping mall According to the police, police said that he took money from a cash register And attempted to steal other items after it closed All Right, so he posed as a mannequin Um uh, he did it motionless, and they got like a picture of him doing it. But this is ridiculous, uh, just to show you how absurd people or how far people will go to do things and stuff like that. But this is how we're gonna start it off. He's he he um he um was motionless, and then I remember uh I was watching live yesterday um. Uh, Because I get into the like criminal activities. I I be trying to see what's going on. But this time, these criminal activities were committed by the police in Chicago. I was watching that. Man, I was sitting there watching the video. You know what I'm saying? You got to go on the screen with academics and stuff because he'll show you these videos. You know, some of these videos... I don't think YouTube is gonna permit to even let it to be exposed on their platform, but they but they'll let they let academics show these videos on a live stream. Or you have to go to Rumble, like download Rumble, it's an app, R U M B L E. Just download it, and you could see the streams when academic is on, and he'll show you these videos. I'm sitting here watching these videos, uh, police officer, detective. Um, uh, in Chicago, I think. Um, uh, I forgot what what's the name of the um place, Old Park. I forgot what it's called. Some, some, you know, a community, uh, where black people live at and stuff like that. And then, when, a, and, and then the detective was black himself. So, it was a it's a case. I gotta look for the uh, I gotta look for the court documents on this. Particular case, I gotta go find it because I gotta talk about this right here. The goddamn detective said in an initial fire was shot at him, but he was the one that shot first at a group of kids, a group of young guys that was just minding their business. And he shot at them. They even got 911 um, audio. Uh, about this particular case. I got to go find it. I, it happened in Chicago, and I got to look for it. But I don't know where he get the court documents from. He probably paid for it or something like that. But I know I could get my hands on it, too. But moving along, let me see what else. All right. Israel Hamas will a fused flood of misinformation on social media. Um, so they got some fact checkers on this one. In the days since... Hamas militants stormed into Israel early October 7th. A flood of videos and photos purporting to show the conflict have filled social media, making it difficult for onlookers from around the world to sort the facts from the fiction. While plenty of real imagery and accounts of the ensuing carnage have emerged, there have been intermingle with users pushing false claims and misrepresenting videos from other events. Among the fabrications, users have shared false claims that a top Israeli commander had been kidnapped, circulated a false video imitating a BBC News report, and pushed old and unrelated clips of Russian President Vladimir Putin with inaccurate English captions. Here is a closer look at the misinformation spreading online and the facts. There was one claim that a Turkish president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan has threatened to intervene in the latest Israel-Hamas war. The facts is that the conservative Muslim president has said no such thing. A social media post he wrote recently about the ongoing conflict has been misquoted. The social media users... Or sharing a quote that they say is from Erdogan, President Erdogan, in which the long-serving leader warns his country will take decisive steps to end the conflict if the destruction of Hamas-controlled Gaza continues. Turkish President Erdogan has threatened has threatened to intervene in the Israeli war on Gaza. I call on all humanity to take action to stop this unprecedented brutality in the Gaza Strip. If not, we will do it, wrote one user on X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, in a post that has been liked or shared more than 105,000 times. But the Post are misquoting a comment Erdogan posted on October 17th on his personal account on X about the deadly conflict. And the message, which was written in Turkish, the president did invite all humanity to help stop the unprecedented brutality in Gaza, as the Post claims. But he doesn't write, if not, we will do it or other threatening phrases suggesting a direct military intervention by Turkey, according to the native Turkish speakers and other experts Experts who reviewed Erdogan's social media posts for the Associated Press. President Erdogan did not threaten to intervene in the conflict. Stephen Cook, a Middle East expert at the Council on Foreign Relations, a Washington think tank, wrote in an email He was speaking generally about getting the world to put pressure on Israel to stop its military campaign. Elizabeth Shatman Hurd, a political science professor at the Northwestern University who specializes in the Middle East, added that she hasn't seen any indication that President Erdogan has made such a threat elsewhere. Turkish government spokesperson didn't immediately respond to emails seeking for comment, but President Erdogan posted a lengthier statement on his personal account on X, also written in Turkish, in which he denounced Israel, Israel's attacks on Gaza, criticized Western nations and media outlets, and called for the international community to push push for a ceasefire. The official English language account for the Turkish president's office echoed that sentiment in a post about a call between Erdogan and Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, underscoring that forcing the Palestinians in Gaza to migrate from their homeland is unacceptable. President Erdogan stressed that turkey will continue to make every effort in order for peace to be ensured and for humanitarian aid as well as health care services to be immediately delivered to gaza the office wrote he's another clan so all of this right here they're just telling you that there's a lot of misinformation on the on social media that's what they're really trying to tell you the israel military, they like Like they're giving you the example, like the Israel military confirmed it bombed a hospital in Gaza in a social media post written in Arabic. But the facts are the screenshot circulating online shows a Facebook post from an account posing as the Israeli military. No such post exists on the military's actual social media page and its top Arabic speaking A spokesperson confirmed his office has issued no such statement. In the wake of the October 17 deadly blast at the Ali Hospital in Gaza, social media users shared the screenshot claiming it is from a member of the Israeli military's Arabic-speaking media relations team. The user's profile image bears the blue and white emblem of the spokesperson's office, which features radio waves atop the Israeli military's traditional symbol of an olive branch wrapped with a sword. Okay, the post written in Arabic suggests the Jewish nation said it bombed the hospital because the Gaza City medical facility lacked supplies and staff. So Israeli official Facebook posts, due to the lack of medical equipment and the lack of medical staff, it was decided to bomb the Baptist Hospital in Gaza and give them uh, y- uh, y- euthanasia, wrote one user on X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, in a post translating the screenshot. Similar posts were also widely shared on TikTok and other social media platforms. But the purported statement wasn't penned by the Israeli military's press office. Its top Arabic-speaking Arabic spokesperson confirmed that this week. Just to clarify, I did not issue any statement or comment regarding the Baptist Hospital in Gaza. Wrote Achieve, or Achieve, how do you say it? Aviche Adre, head of the Arab Media branch, of the Israel Israeli military spokesperson unit, in a in a post on X from October seventeenth, when the blast occurred, all the news circulating in my name comes from the Hamas media outlets, and it's is and is completely false. All right, so you have to fact check basically everything that's that you see on social media, and of course uh a lot of people know that you know only people that doesn't know um so that doesn't know social media or or people that's not familiar with you know computers or being on the internet doesn't know that but people that's on the internet every day they damn sure know that. that there's a lot of fact checking and you can't just believe everything that you see on your um on Twitter and everything that you see on 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 Facebook, Instagram and TikTok all right so the office on Thursday confirmed the post did not come from the military's official Arabic page saying in an email statement that the Israel Defense Force has made it very clear that there was no Israel Defense Force strike on the hospital. What's more, the Israeli military's press office doesn't use its own use its own logo on its actual social media accounts, unlike the fake one. Alright? So the unit's separate Facebook pages in English and Hebrew as well as its ex account written in Farsi, for example all use the military's main symbol. That gold-colored emblem features the olive branch wrapped sword with the star of David in the background. Meanwhile, Adreyi's social media accounts, which are the main channel for the Israeli military's message messages in Arabic, featured his profile picture and a maroon logo consisting of five swords with flames in the background as its cover photo. So you know what I'm saying? So it's a bunch of fact checking. All right. So I had to just put that out there. I ain't finna read all of this. It's a whole bunch of information, but it's it's just it's just giving you different um posts that's been posted in the last week or so, about two weeks. Uh, uh, most of them are false their post from fucking seven years ago and then they just resurfaced and they modified the post to um, change some type of narrative or um, giving out misinformation about the Israel Hamas war and stuff like that. So we're going to keep it moving along anyway. What's next? Because I spent a little too much time talking. All right. A woman was shot and killed after an argument on a Lando sidewalk. Orlando, Florida, a woman is dead after being shot in the back by a man following an argument in Orlando Saturday afternoon According to the police, officers said the shooting happened at about 3 p.m. on Curry Ford Road and Bel Air Avenue. According to the Orlando Police Department, a man and a woman were walking on the sidewalk when they were approached by a man who claimed to know them. And then an argument ensued and the suspect shot the woman before running off. Whoa. The woman was taken to a hospital where she later died from her injuries. Police are searching for the suspect. There ain't no other details for this one, but, you know, i seen that one right there. Uh, But these, this happened in Orlando where a woman is dead. And this is, it's like, super weird, right? But it happened. It's on the feed. I see it right here on Orlando. So let me keep it moving. Uh, here's another, here's another scammer, all right? A Florida man po- posed as a fake contractor after Hurricane Ian. He swindled a homeowner out of 70000 Port Orange, Florida, a Volusia County man, is accused of defrauding an elderly Port Orange homeowner out of $70,000 after he advertised himself as a contractor who could help repair her home damaged by Hurricane Ian in 2022. Stephen Parker, 52 years old, of Daytona Beach, reportedly told a woman that he was a general contractor and could complete repair work on her home that he quoted her for $69,888. Okay, the estimate included drywall replacement, floor replacement, paint and trim, flooring installation, and several other repairs. The woman gave Parker a $34,944, Dollars deposit. And then he told her he'd required a $17,472 uh, $17, once he was halfway done and another $17,472 when the work was completed. Police said no permits were pulled for the repair work when the money was handed over. On May 1st, Uh, Stephen Parker claimed he was halfway completed and requests one of the $17,472 payments. The woman and her husband were displaced from the home, so they were unable to see what progress, if any, was being made, arrest records show. Uh The woman's daughter became suspicious that Stephen Parker would go to a Her mother for money since she was the person handling the business contacts due to her mother being elderly, police say. When she stopped by the home, she estimated less than 15% of the work was completed. She hired an attorney who notified Stephen Parker he needs to finish the work in seven days or refund 80% of the funds. The daughter then realized that Parker was using the general contracting license of another person. Parker reportedly was using the contractor's license of of a man with the exact same name as his as whose business was located in Cape Corral. Mm -hmm. Stephen Parker was arrested on charges of impersonating a contractor during a state of emergency, fraudulently obtaining property over $50,000 and impersonating another person without consent. Port Orange police ask anyone who feels they may have been victimized by mister Stephen Parker to contact Detective James Fischetti Fashetti, I guess that's how you say his name. So it's been a scamming it's been a scamming episode today. hmm. So yeah. You got to be very careful about things like this. There's there's even a scam thing going on that's associated with DJ Envy uh, and stuff like that. So it has been a lot of expose on a bunch of people scamming around here. All right. So a Volusia County man is accused of defrauding an elderly Port Orange homeowner out of 70,000, which situations like this happens a lot. It happens all the time. After he advertised himself as a contractor who could help repair her home damaged by Hurricane Ian back in 2022, Stephen Parker, who is 52 years old, of Daytona Beach, reportedly told a woman that he was a general contractor and and he could complete repair work on her home that he quoted her for about $69,888 the estimated included drywall replacement floor replacement painting and trimming paint and trimming flooring installation and several other repairs the woman gave parker a down payment of thirty four thousand nine hundred and forty four dollars all right and then he told her he requires a seventeen thousand four hundred and seventy two dollar once he's halfway done And then he won another $17,472 when the work was fully completed. Police said no permits were pulled for that repair work when the money was handed over. All right? No permits was pulled. All right? I got to freaking break it down for you because this happens a lot. This happens a lot. It happens a lot. This is like something that goes on. it, It might be happening... As I'm speaking, like real shit. So on May 1st, Parker claimed he was halfway completed and he was requesting the $17,472 payment. The woman and her husband were displaced from the home, so they were unable to even see what progress or if any progress was been made. You what I'm saying? The woman's daughter became suspicious that Stephen Parker would go to her mother for money since she was the person handling the business contacts due to her mother being elderly. When she stopped by the home, she estimated less than 15% of the work was completed. She hired an attorney who notified Stephen Parker he need to finish the work in seven days or refund 80% of the funds. The daughter then realized that Parker was using the general contracting license of another person. Parker reportedly was using a contractor's license of a man with the exact same name as his, whose business was located in Cape Corral, Florida. Okay, Parker was arrested on charges of impersonating a contractor during a statement of emergency during a state of emergency fraudulently obtaining property over $50,000 and impersonating another person without consent. Port Orange Police is asking anyone who feels they may have been victimized by Mr. Steve. Right. the Port Orange police ask anyone who feels that they've been victimized to contact them. You see what I'm saying? And I had to break it down. I had to like talk about this a little bit because this happens a lot. This is not like, oh, it happens here and there. No, no, no. This happens a lot. This this goes on a lot. Like you have to be careful. You have to do your due diligence when you making major um you know purchases or or you handling business with a lot of money, like $30,000, seventy, sixty thousand dollars 60000 that's a lot of money. That's not a small amount of money. That's not, that's not chunk change. That's a good amount of money, all right? That's a come up for anybody, especially somebody who doesn't have any money. That's a major come up. See what I'm saying? So you have to be careful. You got to make a, there's things, there's protocols, and there's things done in a way, in a business way like for instance ten thousand dollars uh you might need a cashier's check to hand somebody ten thousand dollars all right ten thousand dollars is red flags even five thousand dollars is a red flag because the banks are alert all right let me tell you something when you go to a bank and you try to pull out five thousand dollars some there's some small independent banks they don't even have five thousand dollars on hand to even give it to you all right there's some banks major banks they do have that money to hand over to you like chase wells fargo big like a bank of america they probably have that type of cash on hand. but guess what you setting off alarms they're gonna have to verify they have to confirm they gotta do all types of protocols when you asking for money like that see what i'm saying Small banks, $2,000, dollars they still going to have a protocol. They're going to be like, okay, we have to verify everything. And they're going to be alert. The IRS is going to be alert, all right? They're going to be alert about everything. And it's, more, it's even more stricter because money laundering is a major thing, especially in America. So, of course, a lot of agencies is going to be alerted when you're handling money like that. You see what I'm saying? Just trying to make you understand, all right? So, when you're doing business, when you're doing construction, or you're trying to modify something in your house, make sure you do your due diligence. Or, if even if you're purchasing property, you still gotta do your due diligence. It's best to go to your bank and ask for a financial advisor and tell them what is your ulterior motive with your financial future. You see what I'm saying? Just go to your bank and be like, look, I'm about to buy me a house. Or, yo, know, I'm trying to fix something in the house. I don't know how what I'm doing. I don't know who to go to. And I don't want to get scammed, all right? Your financial advisor, I think they call them CPA or something like that. I forgot. I forgot the name of it. But uh, those are like financial, they, they work for the federal system. So they can't scam you, all right? So they're going to direct you to the right place. They're going to sit down with you and they're going to research with you. That's what they paid. That's what they are obliged to do. All right. You don't go from you don't go to word of mouth. You don't go to somebody for word of mouth and be like, yo, I need to do this. And then you start handing money over. You're going to get scammed. You got to do things the right way. All right. the, the, The first step is go to your bank whoever that you bank with whoever that you dealing your bank whoever's holding your money your bank you tell them you have this this is your motive like i'm trying to purchase a house because that's their job that's their job that's the job that they do that's what they dare for they, they dare to help you do that all right because not everybody know about home owning and freaking renovating property. Not everybody know about it. It's a lot of things that go with it, all right? So I'm gonna cut this apple pie short and sweet. This is your man Ben's Ferrell thinking out loud. I'm gonna talk to you guys later, all right. Uh I've been real busy and I've been at the same time I've been trying to knock out these segments so you can have content to listen to because people are busy too. They go to their nine to five job and they need some content to listen to. So I'm here to make you to help you think out loud all right this is your man bench pharrell you already know what to do all you gotta do is just type in the search engine box benji that is b-o-x b-e-n-j-i and you will find your man right there got plenty of content for you to go on instagram and as well as tiktok all right so i'm gonna holler at you later this is thinking out loud peace Nice. Gonna turn it up, please I don't feel the noise Gonna turn it up, please Them Harlem nights nice. Body at the bodega